Good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Idol Talk Mini. Today we're going to talk about the newest episode of Mando. You already know it's Mando with your boy, Nairbath Fabrin, whatever you want to call me. So let's start. Okay, so we're going to start off with, uh, yeah, I know I hate this bitch. Bitch from that doctor episode walking around in Corsa looks a lot like Blade Runner, the lights, the the cloud, the atmosphere. You know, well, I was like, damn, this looks a lot like Blade Runner. But she's um, walking around Coruscant looking for um, meeting up with a probe droid for Gideon, which, by the way, I fucking called it. I knew that bitch was a traitor. I knew she was working for Gideon. Fuck that hoe. Um, and so she reports to him that the Mandos um, uh, helped Navarro because, uh, you know, he was like, yo, how the fuck did they get backup? You told me they wasn't getting backup. And she was like, now the Mandos help. And it was the two groups. And he's like, nah, they don't work together. The tribes hate each other. She's like, nah, no more. And he's like, well, this is crazy. I gotta go. I gotta go talk to the council. Right? So then we cut to Gideon walking down a hallway with, like, these force field thingies from the Phantom Menace. You know, the red um, the red fields? The red force field thingies? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, and we get to look at these dope-ass new designs for, like, the Stormtroopers slash Dark Troopers and his, like, guard where their armor is made from Vescar, which we learn later, but I'm going to just talk about it right now. But this is crazy, because I've been saying this since, like, I very first started watching Star Wars. I was like, why don't they ever use better material for, like, stormtroopers or whatever? Like, they get killed so easily. Like, they get shot so often. Like, why hasn't anyone ever made um, armor for them that can withstand it? So finally, someone smart enough, I guess, Gideon, right, uh, uses Beskar to their benefit, which kind of makes sense, because Gideon got it got free a few episodes earlier um because he was like trapped in like a uh prison ship thing but uh they got blown up and they found beskar in it and we never got any answers for it so pro- this this is my theory my theory is that he probably offered the empire the beskar that he had or the fact that he can make like beskar armor for troopers maybe and maybe that's why they let him out right so whatever we get back to him walking down this aisle, right? Um, and then while he's walking down this aisle, he uh, he's walking past these cloning tubes, which, by the way, we keep uh, hinting back to the fact that uh, Palpatine is getting reincarnated over and over. The project is called um, Necromancer, which, by the way, means raising the dead, which is really fucking funny. Uh, and, yeah, he walks past them. He goes to a meeting uh, with high-ranking officials called... The Shadow Council. I didn't know most of the people, but the mustache guy, I was like, I feel like I know him. I heard his voice before. And I'm pretty sure he's like Thrawn second in command. He even mentioned Thrawn at one point. So I'm pretty sure that's right. We also see some other guy in, in there that's, um, he's called like Hux or something. And I was like, hmm, is he related to the Hux of the sequel trilogies where, um, uh, like Ray and all of them are from? And so, He's in this meeting asking for backup because the Mandos are gonna retake Mandalore, and then he's like, "Fuck Gideon!" Like he don't he don't even show up to the meetings. Like who the cares gives about this guy? And I was like, you know what? You right, bro. <laughs> like they turned on him really quickly, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "I need reinforcements. I need Paterian uh, guards, which are like those red guards in um the Emperor's throne room, Snoke's throne room, and the sequel series." And I was like, "Damn." And he needs uh, bombardiers or like um, bombardments, like the things that bombed Mandalore originally. And then later on, we cut uh, to Navarro where we see Grief Cargo in his office and we see like this Empire ship flying above and his droid is like, yo, 
the empire's here or whatever. And then he's like, no, 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 look, if you see the pain on the the big mythosaur score on the pain, like, these are the man, these are the homies, the homies is here. And I was like, that's a really cool scene, like, where uh, the shot looked really cool. Like, where we see the underneath of it, we see it in a lot of the other Star Wars film, and it was cool to see the Mando skull painted on it, the mythosaur skull. And then so they land, and then they have a Mando off for, like, the masked ones, and then the unmasked ones are, like, looking each other in the face. And the armor comes out, it's like, tink, tink, and she's like, all right, guys, we chilling. Y'all make camp over there, we gonna make camp over here. And then Grief Cargo comes through and is like, yo, Mando, take this fancy wine. It's like a homecoming gift type shit. Like, take this fancy wine from Coruscant. And he's like, yo, but don't, there's a lot of y'all, bros. It's not that big of a bottle, so split it with a small party. But he also tells him that he has another gift. So he goes into their off into his office and he shows him they rebuilt IG Eleven, which finally they fucking did something with this dumbass plot in the fucking beginning of the show where I was like, What did they do with this robot that they brought up? They finally bring him up, uh he they rebuilt him into IG twelve, where now he's like a little mech. So Grogu has a fucking mech now. And uh then is like, Please don't give him this. Like he doesn't need it. He doesn't fit in it. He's like, No, nah, let him try and there's buttons in the bot where Grogu could say yes or no, and so, like, then it's like, get him out, like, he's too young, and he's like, no, no, <laughs> and then Grief is like, no, nah, let him try it out, like, let him run around the office, and, shit. and he's like, yes, 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 and so that's funny as hell, and then uh, we see them walking down Navarro, like, uh, the main street, and then there's a vendor, and Grogu just picks up the thing, because he's in this fucking mech now, he picks up the little, like, food and starts eating it, and then it's like, you can't just pick up food, like, we gotta pay for that. And then he has to give the vendor money. He's like, I'm sorry. And then he picks up the mailer on fruit and he squeezes it. He's like, dude, stop. And he's like, yes, 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 yes. And he just keeps pressing the buttons. And he's like, oh, my God, this sucks. <laughs> and then we cut to um, the Mando camp now at nighttime. And by the way, did they fucking cook the birds? They cooked the birds, bro. They cooked the, the birds that they found this family because that's mad fucked up that they cooked them. <laughs> The two birds, it was just two fucking birds being, like, um, spit-roasted over, like, big birds spit-roasted over fire. And I was like, there's no way they cooked the birds that they said they were going to keep. That's funny shit. Um, and then from there, in the camp, uh, Bo-Katan gives a speech about how they wanted to retake the um, the planet, but they need volunteers from both tribes, and they have to do it together. It was a really good speech, a really good scene. And then all the main characters are uh, volunteers. So Paz Vizsla, the big boy Mando... Uh, the armorer, Bo-Katan, is going, um, Armando, Dinjarn, um, and then the, uh, the two Mandalorians that we saw Bo-Katan with, uh, Axel, and then, um, I forget her name, WWE wrestler lady that Nando t- told me about her, um, like, all the main ones, and then a few side characters all, like, volunteered to go to Mandalore, and then we jump to, uh, so now we're on the planet of Mandalore, all the ships are there, and then uh, Bo-Katan is like, all right, we're, we're, like, she's getting to a point where they can, like, drop down and survey that landing area, so that's a really cool scene where all the Mandos go drop, and they're like, and they drop down, and it's cool as fuck, and then, like, yeah, we're cool, like, you can land, so they land, and then they find, like, the, uh, a big, like, pirate ship, which is weird, it's like a big, it looks like a big pirate ship, but it's, like, futuristic, and there's, like, surviving Mandos on it, and they recognize Bo-Katan, and they're like, are you from, are you wearing the Night Owls, or is that you, Bo-Katan Kreese? And then these two old Mandos that survived on the planet come through. I'm like, okay, sick, we got new Mandos. 
we got some like more mandals like that's cool we have more mandals on our side so while they're on the ship they're looking for the great forge uh bokatan um tells you her backstory on how she lost the dark saber so it's actually kind of a sad backstory that like she gave it away to gideon because that's like um like as an agreement like oh, i'll give you this i'll put down all of our weapons if you could just like not harm anybody don't hurt like don't hurt my people and that motherfucker betrayed what a snake bro he took it and he still bombed mandalore absolute fucking snake fuck that guy bro and then after we get a scene between bo and din which is really great where he like apologizes for not understanding it like he grew up saying seeing that like her people and her ways were like cowardly and whatever so he apologizes and they have a really great scene where he's like uh your story isn't like where she doesn't believe in herself to lead and he's like your story still isn't like finished writing and i'm gonna be like by your side until it is i was like damn bro that's a dope ass scene between the two of them love that shit right and so then we also cut to the morning where like the two like mandos from each side so axel the guy who used to be the leader of um bo's group and then paz Vizsla, big boy mando from din's like covert right are playing like this mando chess and he keeps making up rules and he's like what the fuck bro you can't just make up rules that's not how the game is played you guys are savages or some shit and he's like either you stop talking shit or you fight me he's like it's on sight bro if you keep talking shit we gotta fight so he pulls out his blade and they start fighting and bro this axel guy or whatever the hell his name he keeps getting fucked up like everyone beat his ass bo-katan beat his ass paz is beating his ass and then, like, Bogotan is like, nah, we can't intervene. That's two different tribes fighting. They have to, like, duke it out, which is kind of fire. And then um, Grogu comes in with the bot. And he, like, separates. He's like, no, no, no. Like, we don't fight, bro. Like, we are a family now. We're supposed to be together. No fighting. And it was really, like, it was really cute. And then uh, Bogotan is like, oh, that's kind of dope. You're like, you're such a good dad, bro. You're teaching him. And then it's like, nah, bro, I didn't teach him that. <laughs> I'm a demon. <laughs> So on their way to uh, the Great Forge, they run into this, like this big ass like creature. Which, by the way, man, what is going on with Mandalorians? They like just love living on planets where like everything is trying to kill you twenty four seven. Like what the fuck? But yeah, there's like this big creature. They uh, take it down, and then um, I believe there are some that are injured, and then the armor is like, yo, I'm gonna go take them upstairs for medics. Like I'm gonna take them back to the ship, and then Bogotan's like, I right, no sweat. You do that. Bow. And they dip <laughs> and then they pull up to the great forge and they get ambushed because that's where gideon apparently has his base where all the homies is at all his troopers they get ambushed they start shooting each other and this is cool because like everyone has like best cars so like ping 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 but for some reason i think the mandalorians are kind of like busted like they know exactly where to shoot they one shot and everybody they're like pow pow in the cracks hit him in the cracks and stabbing him and shit is such dope but yeah, some mandos get taken out. They get like, they and then they think they're winning because they start retreating and they're like, oh, they're retreating. We're winning. Like, get them, get them. And then they get like uh, closed off, and um, the most of the mandos get uh, locked off. And then our main mando then gets uh, locked off by himself. And that's where all the other troopers start like fucking putting ropes on him and he's like flamethrowing them. He's like, ah, don't touch me. <laughs> Uh, and they capture him and then moth getting comes down i'm like this bitch but that is the dopest armor i've ever seen he has the coolest fucking looking best car bro shit's all black uh and he's just you know he pulls up talks all his shit the way he always does and then he tells bogotan yo give me that saber that shit don't belong to you it belongs to me and she's like nope 
and then she turns around runs towards the other blast door and starts cutting a hole in it right and she's cutting a hole in it and then Gideon's like yo open the blast door start shooting them so they can't get away and while she's cutting it Paz is like I got it like I'll cover y'all like just go and she, he's like pop 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 and bro Paz is either like I call bullshit low key but he is a badass like I'm never every time he's on scene he is a badass but I'm calling bullshit like they're supposed to be wearing Beskar and he's like Breaking people easy just pop 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 hit all of them and i'm like how they all just drop it like that but whatever oh but she cuts a hole in it and she's like all right let's go come on and he's like nah like go like and he like closes the blast door behind him just takes them all out like a like an absolute g the goat paz vizsla's the fucking goat bro all right so they all get out and paz is just shooting everybody killing everybody pop 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 they're all down but while he's shooting, his gun gets hot, like it overheats, like he don't stop shooting it, and he has to drop it. And then the yo, the, the Praetorian guards show up, bro. I can't believe they show up, bro. They showed up. And then I'm like, damn, man, his gun is all, he don't got a gun. He's just like, and he just gangster with it, bro. He like, whatever, pulls out the shield, pulls out the knife, and he's like, let's go, bro. And he starts getting his licks in, bro. But still, bro, it's too much for him. It's too much for the G. He gets put down, and I'm like, damn, rest in peace to the gangster Paz, bro. Paz Vizsla, gangster for real. Um, and yeah, that's how that episode ends, and that sucks, bro. Because, like, we lost the G. But, yo, this episode, a million times better than the last one. So, I'm going to give this one a nine. I'm going to give this one a nine. So, if, if if you fell off, I feel like you should come back. But even if you didn't, don't, I understand why. Uh, and, yeah, that's been the Idol Talk Mini, bro. I hope you uh, enjoyed rocking with me. And peace.